Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How's it going, everyone? Hope you're having a good day. Today, we have a story of a teacher basically destroying the bully slash spoiled kid. Yes, this kid is not just a bully. He isn't just a spoiled kid. He's a spoiled kid slash bully combo hybrid, basically the worst of both worlds. Yes, they actually do exist, and this kid was one of them. But thankfully, the teacher destroys him in front of the entire class, rightfully so. So this all st- we're going to call the subscriber who submitted this story, Robert. So there's a kid in Robert's class, right? And this kid had been, uh, you know, this kid had been around for a while. He had been a, a jerk for a while. He had kind of been known as that kid who would just bully people for literally any reason. The bully spoiled kid, who I'm just going to call the bully, just know he's also, also a spoiled kid. He would literally go after people for doing anything that wasn't something that the bully liked. The bully liked playing football. He liked watching football, he liked fishing, and he also liked driving fast cars. Anything else besides that, you would be bullied by him for doing, right? So anyways, for example, the subscriber Robert, um, you know, one day he started playing Fortnite before it was super popular. The bully relentlessly went after him. He's like, oh, you're playing that stupid little video game, Fortnite. Only losers play Fortnite. Nobody likes Fortnite. And like, yeah, sure enough, like a month later, literally everyone in the class, including the bullies playing Fortnite. And the funniest thing there is like the bully legitimately, he was like ragging on other kids for the fact that he was better at Fortnite than them. And that was just kind of ironic because the whole, like the bully legitimately was like just a month ago ragging on Robert for not, for, for, for playing Fortnite in the first place. And then legit a month later, he's ragging on other kids 
for not being good at Fortnite, not spending hours playing the game, but the bully would do a lot of stuff like that. He'd literally pick on anyone for any reason that he deemed fit. So no one really liked this kid. And this story all starts in the middle of seventh grade. So Robert was in seventh grade. He had a few classes with the bully. His class size was pretty small, so it was kind of one of those smaller schools where basically everybody knew everybody, and uh, it was almost too personal, right? You couldn't really get away from anyone. So Robert had to spend a decent amount of time with the bully, right? Anyways, middle of the year, this new girl comes in. I think for some reason she transferred middle of the year. Maybe parents had to do a major move kind of quickly. But either way, she came into the school halfway through, which look, it's hard enough to start at a new school when you don't know anyone and maybe you, you have no friends there. It's difficult enough to do that, but it's extra difficult to have to transfer in middle, midway through the year. Because at least in the beginning of the year, there's a little bit of a fresh start. Sure, there's a lot of friendships that carried over, but this is especially hard to start in the, it's dead in the middle, right? So this girl comes and we're gonna call her Claire. And she was very pretty. She was objectively very pretty. So because of that, she didn't really have a lot of friends right away because uh, most of the guys were kind of interested in her and most of the girls hated her because she was kind of pretty and they felt threatened with the guys that they had. So it was a tough spot for Claire. Anyways, they were all sitting at lunch one day and this was about a week after Claire was in school. Claire sat with like two other girls, but not very popular by any means, which, oh no, you're not popular in high school. Might as well just give up on everything now. Because yeah, high school popularity really does translate to success in life. Not. Just want to make that clear. I'm being sarcastic. But anyways, right? Sure enough, you know, Robert is sitting down with his friends and the bully sits down at the table. And Robert, because the thing is like, they all the guys were kind of friends with each other. No guys had blatant beef or anything. So the bully would like sit down with random groups of guys that he would like, he would bully. Like he's been bullying these guys for years. He was a jerk. No one really liked him. But it was too small of a school for anyone to really stand up and be like, I don't like this kid. Like, I'm coming in to say it now. I don't like him. No one really had the balls to do that. And it also would have been really awkward socially. So the bully sat down. He's like, boys, 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 you know that new girl, Claire? And they were like, yeah. And they're like, dude, dude, I totally got with her last night. And they're all like, some of the guys were like, you know, they were friendly enough with him that they were like, oh, congrats, bro, trying to go over and, like, dap him up or something. Be like, dude, that's sick. Good work. And, uh, you know, for some reason, Robert, the subscriber, he just felt, it was just suspicious, right? He was like, bully? You know, uh, sure, he's confident, but I, I just have a feeling something's off, right? So sure enough, for you know, Robert says, oh, good work, man, like, good stuff, bro. And the bully's like, sorry, guys, she's officially off the market right now. She's totally up, like, with me or whatever. And Robert was, like, I don't know, a little bit upset about that simply just because he kind of was, like, wanting to talk to her or whatever because she was the new, like, beautiful girl who came to school or whatever. But whatever, Robert's not going to take it too personally. And if the truth is the bully really did get her fair and square, like, what, what is he going to do about it? Like, what is he going to do about it? But for some reason, Robert just had a gut feeling. And this is just another example of just trust your gut sometimes, as it probably can tell you something. Like, just social situations, it can sometimes pick up stuff that your, subcon that your conscious brain isn't picking up, but your subconscious brain is picking up, right? It's kind of like a signal from your subconscious to your conscious. He just knew that something was a little bit off, even if he didn't know exactly what. 
So anyways, uh, Robert was actually friends with one of the two girls that Claire would always hang out with. These two girls were pretty cool. They didn't really care about stupid high school stuff. They didn't care about like, oh, what's the social hierarchy in the seventh grade? Because they had enough perspective to realize that it was stupid and it didn't matter. So Robert was good friends with them. And they also were friends with Claire because they're like, they saw pretty blatantly. People are not being friends with her because they either want to fall in love with her or they hate her because all the guys are trying to fall in love with her. And they're like, that's so ridiculous, that's stupid. And Claire turned out to be a pretty cool girl, right? And so Robert decided that he wanted to kind of figure out if the bully was telling the truth or not. So Robert one day, or not one day, that day, finds one of Claire's two friends, the one that is also friends with him, is like, hey, like Mabel, how are we doing? And she's like, oh, like Robert, it's been a second, how are you doing? He's like, hey, so I just heard something. And if you can't say anything, that's fine. But I was trying to confirm this with you. He's like, so, Claire, the new girl, and Mabel's like, Robert, do not use me to get to my friend. And Robert's like, no, 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 no. Even in the back of Robert's head, he's like, dang, I can't ask her later on now, but whatever. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm just, I heard something. And she's like, what did you hear? Because she's like curious. She wants to make sure that her friend isn't being, you know, treated or like talked about poorly or whatever. And he's like, oh, well, you know, the bully. And she's like, yeah, what about him? And she, he's like, well, he told all of us that he got with Claire last night. And Mabel looks at Robert with this look of like, what? And she's like, okay, well, she didn't say anything about it. Maybe she's being shy. I'll, I'll figure that out for you, Robert. I'll get back to you. Next day comes around. Mabel comes up to Robert and is like, total lie, never happened. And he's like, what? She's like, yeah, I kind of like discreetly asked Mabel, oh, what do you think of the bully? And she's like, I don't know. Kind of seems like a jerk. And then I decided to just blatantly say, so he's been telling people he got with you. And she got really like, she was like, what? She just seemed really confused and she denied it. So I kind of believe her. So at this point, Robert's like, okay, this kid didn't do anything, right? So they sit down at lunch and the bully sits down again. And the bully starts making up another story about how they went on a first date last night. And Robert's like, pulls him aside, the bully. I don't know why Robert didn't want to expose him in front of everyone. I think it's because they were still on good social terms that he just... He didn't want to be that guy, right? He didn't want to be that guy to expose him in front of everyone. But basically, he pulled him aside and said, hey, man, so I, <laughs> he's like, I don't know how to say this, but I was just talking with one of Kate's friends being like, or Claire's friends, sorry. I was talking to one of Claire's friends saying it's really cool that my friend is getting with your friend. Robert was trying to phrase it like he was talking to Mabel asking about, you know, the bully and, and uh, Claire, not because he was, like, trying to figure out if he's lying. He was trying to frame it like he was casually starting a conversation with Mabel, being like, oh, my friend, not really, but my friend, the bully, is getting with your friend. And he's like, well, it doesn't seem like she sees the same thing. And the bully's like, uh, uh, okay, dude, I'll tell you the truth. So the bully, like, kind of pulls him aside. He's like, look, man, I need you to keep this secret for me. And Robert kind of looks at him like, You've been a jerk to me my entire life, but sure, I'll hear you out. And he kind of looks at him, and the bully says, look, trust me, bro. Give me a couple days. Claire will be mine. I'm telling you. But here's the thing. I need people to think that she's off the market so that I got a clear shot to get with her. And at this point, Robert's like, well, um, it's probably going to be more counterproductive if you tell people you already got with her, but okay. He's like, I know, I know, I know. It's, it was um, or whatever, but I'm already... Everyone thinks that, so now I just need to make it a reality. And Robert's like, 
okay, man, like, I'm not, I'm not going to tell anyone else, I, I promise. And Robert genuinely just wasn't going to tell anyone else. But he also said, like, look, Mabel thinks, like, kind of knows what you said, so if word gets out, it wasn't me. I can tell her to kind of chill out a little bit, though. And the bully's like, yes, 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 please, please talk to her. Try and make it knock it out, because that'd be awkward. And, like, Robert's looking at him like, that was the dumbest plan ever, bro. Like, that was so stupid. So, yeah, at this point, guys, the bully is extremely desperate to pull Claire in the next couple days. Because he has a time, there's a ticking time bomb. Because eventually, people will notice the discrepancy, if he doesn't start getting with Claire, people are going to start noticing the discrepancy between what the bully says and what actual reality is. So, the bully is now under a lot of pressure to do things quickly. And when he's under pressure, he's about to mess up bad. And he's about to mess up in front of his teacher, and the teacher's about to absolutely wreck him. Real quick, if you've made it as far into the video, comment bully down below. I'll try and heart some comments to say that. Subscribe if you're new, trying to hit a million subscribers, and leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing, as always, guys. Anyways, let's get back into it. So sure enough, in class, because there is one class that Robert, the bully, and Claire all have together, the bully goes up to Claire, sits right next to her. He's like trying to talk, he's trying to like talk to her all nice in class, right? He's like, hey, like, my name's Robert. So nice to meet you. Oh man, what a nice dress you have on today. Wow, really matches your eyes. And Claire, who kind of knows a thing or two about what's going on, is like, eh, okay. And the thing is, Robert is sitting close enough that he can hear and see all this going down. But they're all sitting pretty close to the front row. So Claire's a little uncomfortable, not just because it's like the kid she doesn't like talking her up, but also because he's whispering this all to her in class. The teacher is trying to do, is trying to teach a lesson, right? And she doesn't want to be on the teacher's bad side within like three days, right? She doesn't want to be on the bad side within like three days of being in this school. Because that wouldn't be great. So sure enough, right? You know, she's just kind of sitting there. The, you know, the spoiled bully's like, yeah, look, I just wanted to say like, you're really cool. I've had a great conversation with you. She kind of turns to him and is like, uh -huh. okay. Uh, I, this was a great conversation of you saying I had a nice dress and nice eyes. I'm glad you think that I'm a great person from me nodding my head and smiling to you. You're definitely not looking at me physically and assuming. Per That's one thing. If I have to give the gents and, and the ladies and anyone else right in the comment section a little bit, a little bit of advice. If you find someone attractive you are probably going to make up a person that doesn't exist. If you don't talk to them, you've only talked to them a few times and you see them or whatever. You know, I do this way too often and it, it leads to my own downfall. So this is almost a memoir to my, this is a personal note to myself and to you guys as well. If you see someone, you find them attractive, you are going to, and you don't talk to them enough to really know who they are, you are going to construct this incredible person. You're going to instruct this, construct this person who is a perfect match for you. That is very likely not reality. So please remind yourself of this before you throw yourself off a cliff just for this person, right? Just a little, it'll help you out. And it's almost, I'm saying this out loud to help me out. But anyways, the spoiled kid or slash the bully is like trying to talk to her more and more in class. Because you have to remember at this point, the bully wants to maintain the illusion that he's talking to her up to the point where he actually is actually with her. 
because he's already told everyone that he's with her, right? So, like, some kids in the class were, were looking at him being like, hey, my boy, talking up his new girlfriend or whatever, when in reality, he wasn't talking up his new girlfriend. He barely knew this girl, and she was most definitely not going to be his girlfriend. So at this point, the spoiled kid is getting a little desperate. It's towards the end of class. So at this point, the bully, he's getting to a point where he's getting a little bit desperate. So he's going to play the card that makes him look a little bit like a jerk, but he thinks it'll be just enough to get this girl to go on a date with him. So the bully, right, he's just kind of like, he goes up, he is towards the end of class, he leans in, and he whispers to her, like, hey, like, I could take, like, just so you know, my dad lets me use his cars. Hugs, the boogeyman's gonna get you. No, not the boogeyman. No. Anyways, guys, um, sorry for that interruption. Um, <laughs> hopefully the boogeyman does not eat me. But uh, sure enough, um, he leans over to her. And he's like, hey, like, my dad lets me use his car. It's not a joke. It's not a joke, bro. Anyways, so like, he's like, yeah, my dad lets me use his cars. He's got a really sick, like, Mercedes or whatever. Like, it can go zero to 100 super fast or whatever. Look, you, should t- you and I should totally go on a drive this weekend. Like, look, it's Thursday now. I pick you up Friday after school. I drive you around the place. Remember, bro's in seventh grade. But he, I don't know, he's just going to break the law or something. I'll drive you around, which probably meant dad will drive us around. Look, you'll be in a sick whip. Everyone's going to see you in the sick whip. They're going to think that you're super sick. Then you and I can go on a date to a super awesome restaurant. It's like you can buy whatever you want. The food's super good. So basically at this point, the spoiled kid slash bully is basically saying, you should go on a date with me. Not necessarily because you want to go on a date with me, but because my dad will give us a super fancy, expensive, epic car or whatever. And, um... Or like, and then we, he'll also pay for our dinner at a super expensive, fancy dinner place, right? He's basically just trying to bribe this kid or bribe her into quote unquote dating him, even though it's really just to get a good steak dinner out of it and a good ride around in a cool car. And uh, yeah, Claire was not about to fall for this. So she looks at him and she is very nice about this. And the thing is right, that just a little detail Apparently, the teacher had been hearing all of this, and he just kind of let it happen because he didn't want to embarrass Claire in front of everyone. But Claire very nicely whispers back, sorry, like, I'm busy on the weekend. Also, I really don't think I want to be dating anyone since I'm so new here. Let's just start out at Friends, which I think is a pretty good response. I mean, first of all, you don't owe this kid anything, right? But it makes a lot of sense that you might not want to jump headfirst into a relationship when you're only five days into this new town, this new life, this new everything, this new school, right? And also, she says, let's start off as friends. That is the, like, I know she did reject him and she has no intention of it, but that is like the nicest rejection you can can get. She wasn't mean, she was cool about it, and she just said, as a general rule, I don't want to date anyone. However, this completely burst the bubble of the spoiled kid's, like, imaginary world that he told everyone about. Because remember, he told everyone that he was dating this girl, that this was his girlfriend, that they were in love with each other or whatever, right? So the fact that even though she said nicely, just the fact that she said no completely destroyed this fictional reality that he built for himself. So the spoiled kid couldn't, he couldn't handle the potential or the 
upcoming humiliation when the two worlds, the imaginary one that he created and the one that they live in, start to intersect and people realize that there's a difference between what he says and what actually happens. A spoiled kid can't handle the potential future humiliation, so he says to her, well, I don't want to go out with you anyways because you're ugly, and he sits back down. This girl was very clearly not ugly. And Claire took this in strides, right? She, (laughs) look, if this guy, look, at the end of the day, this guy asked her out purely based on what she looked like. Let's be real. He had no conversation with her. And then when she says no, he calls her ugly. Very clearly, he doesn't believe that. However, the teacher hears this and he turns to the spoiled kid and says, can I see you after class? And the spoiled kid's like, no, because the spoiled kid is just, he's basically having a mental breakdown at this point. He's like, oh my God, I'm going to be humiliated. I'm going to lose all my, my social credit points for the high school popularity rank or whatever, right? Something stupid like that. And uh, sure enough, the teacher's like, well, fine then. Don't be calling anyone ugly just because they reject you because you're a spoiled brat. Boom, whole class hears this. Everyone turns their head everyone's like, oh my God, the teacher just went in on this kid. And the the bully guy, the spoiled brat bully guy, is looking at the teacher slack-jawed. This teacher had no chill in the situation, but he was a very calm and collected individual that never lashed out like that. And then the teacher legitimately turns to the class and says, okay, class, homework today is going to be chapter 48, problems four, and then he goes on the board, starts. He goes back to class. He goes on like nothing happened. He just keeps striding, bro. This teacher is an absolute savage. He just went in and wrecked this kid in front of everyone. The bully is just frozen, sitting in a seat. The bell rings. Everybody gets up. All the kids are passing by him, who the kids now won. They know that the bully is not dating Claire. So boom, explosion. Two, not only do they know that, which they were going to learn eventually, they also saw him get roasted by the teacher. 